0: It's Monday, I get to go to work, I have a job. A lot of people are struggling right now. So I just always remember to remain grateful, not only for my job, but think about things like, you know, my daughter and my husband and and my family. And even though our family's been through some some hard times recently, I still feel so grateful. And that gratitude allows me to keep a positive mindset.
1: Welcome to Stuff About Sales, I'm your host, Jimmy T. That was Hannah Walker talking about the mindset that she brings to work every day as an account executive, but it wasn't always like that for Hannah. She was struggling. She was in a dark place. She wasn't sure sales was even the right career for her. Then Hannah underwent a transformation, a transformation that I've had the privilege of witnessing firsthand. I asked Hannah to come on today to share that journey, what it was like being in that dark place. What was the catalyst for change for Hannah and what are some things she did to jumpstart that change from a mindset perspective and also from a skills perspective and hannah shares all that with us today this episode has something for everyone no matter where you're at in your career i appreciated hannah's honesty in opening up and i hope everybody enjoys all right hannah welcome to stuff about sales do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your role
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Hannah Walker. I've been with Fonage for about six and a half years. It's actually the first sales role um, that I had right out of college. It's the only, I say, big girl job I've ever had. And I've been an account executive for our inside commercial sales team for about five, some change years. Um, Currently, you're my supervisor. I'm on your team. And yeah, yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. And the reason why I wanted to have Hannah on everybody. So yeah, full disclosure, Hannah and I work together. Um, Hannah is an account executive on my team. Hannah wrote a LinkedIn post a couple weeks ago about her journey at really within the last, would you say year and a half Hannah, where yep. you know it, there were some struggles and how you persevered through those struggles and what your process was to do that. And I thought it was a really important message. <laughs> I have had I, I had a firsthand account of you going through that process and it was, it was, I think, inspiring to me, um, and I wanted to um, share it with the audience because I think it's uh, it's useful and there's a lot of actionable things that somebody can do if they're in a bad place in their current role or struggling with their job, sales of course, but really any role I think you could apply some of these, um, some of the things that you did.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I can kind of give you the the story, kind of start where it started back in early 2019, just to give the listeners some insight to that. So um, for me personally, it was a time where I had actually just gotten back from maternity leave. So I had taken an extended period of time off, three months. Um, It was a time in my life too, I actually had recently just lost my dad. So I had a lot of changes going on in my personal life. Um, simultaneously Vonage was going through a lot of changes. You know, we were switching from this small business churn and burn type of sale to a more upmarket complex selling environment. And I found myself slowly, but surely becoming a low performer. I had always been, you know, a hardworking top performer prior to having my daughter. So when I came back and all of this was going on, it really took an emotional toll on me—an emotional turn for the worse, really. And consistently, after I had been at the bottom for a while, it was kind of like negativity started to breed and manifest. And you know that I, I think anyone who's been in sales and has kind of been in like a slum can can relate to that downward spiral almost, um, which for me continued right into 2020 when COVID hit. So. Um, I was in a very bad place. You know, we got to a place in early Q two where it was so bad that you and I actually had to have that talk that no one in sales or really any job wants to have with their their boss about if this trend continued, would I have a place on the commercial sales team at Bonage? And it was it was kind of like rock bottom, honestly. It crushed me.
1: Yeah, we had the are you a fit conversation or some form yes. of that. Um, so, I think just rewinding a little bit, I think yeah. you had a little bit of the perfect storm. So, you came back from, you know, you, your father passed, you came back from maternity, and I think the bondage mm-hmm. that you left was a little different from the bondage that you came back to. Yeah, we had the, are you a fit conversation or some form yes. of that. I think from my perspective, um, and I don't want this to be from your perspective, so I don't want to, you know, talk you know, too much out of turn here, but it seemed to me like there was a cycle that you had fallen into. It was almost like you were expecting bad things to happen. So when something yep. happened, even if it was minor, it was turning into a large deal, uh, in your, you know, from a scope perspective, because you were mm-hmm. in a, you know, it was like, okay, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, um, right. at, at that time. Yeah. I mean, is that how you would kind of describe that?
0: For sure. And I think that's a really relatable thing for people to go through, not only professionally, but personally. It's kind of like the whole, when it rains, it pours mentality. Something like getting a bad lead or losing a deal, it stings more. It just It's like a snowball effect. You just continue to like dig the grave deeper and deeper and get into that bad place. Every bad thing that happens gets you, gets you further down, I think is how it felt.
1: Right, and then you get into this mindset that every deal is super important, and mm-hmm. if you, lo- you know, and then you find yourself overanalyzing what you're doing during the sales process.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, and I think that that really comes through to the customers that you're talking to. I mean, no one wants to buy from someone who's. I mean, I'm just going to use the word desperate you know, that's not the kind of relationship that I think we should be forming with our clients. And um, that's kind of the place I was at. And it wasn't wasn't a good place to be.
1: You know, what would you say, first of all, what was your kind of your rock bottom? And then what would you say was your aha moment that started the transcendence to where you are now?
0: Yeah, so rock bottom, that
1: talk between us, felt like rock bottom.
0: Um, It wasn't a surprising talk just because it had been such a consistent, you know, I had a couple good months, but the trend was not going the direction we wanted it to. So this was the first time where I felt like my job depended on things turning around. It's kind of like I had no other choice. Um, So the first thing that I did, which It's not easy to do this. You know, this has been a process. But the first thing I had to do was admit to myself that what I had been doing for the last year just wasn't working. That was step one. So once I kind of realized that and admitted that to myself, it was kind of like I hit reset. Um, One big, big significant change that I've made is I've started to research and study how other people have succeeded in sales, I picked up a sales book. Um, That led to two to three to four, and I've sort of been flying through sales and leadership and mindset books over the past month. And that really changed my perspective. It kind of helped me look at my sales process and reinvent myself a little bit. Um, And the beauty about looking into sales related books is that these are all opinions. You can really pick and choose what resonates with you. So I started to try some new things. Some worked for me. Some didn't. Um, I looked. I really started to focus on the deals that I needed to get closed to get me to that number to keep me off any type of performance plan. Um, it was around May, I would say, when you know I was I was starting to study. I was like really taking this transformation seriously. I wanted to make a change. Once I closed those deals this confidence came back and I felt like I had momentum and it's just kind of taken off from there. I've just kept exploring different ideas. Um, it's just really become this personal and professional development thing for me that has had a significant change, not only on my job, but really on my life.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So I think for me, um, you know, what, what I'm hearing is that last you know when things were bad there might have been a lack of accountability and for from, sure yeah from your from your end it's things are happening to me i don't know why i'm for failing me. i'm failing because or i think i know i'm failing i think i am failing because maybe the you know there's a product issue this customer is doing this to me there's a process issue that's and it's it's external forces that are causing you to fail yep. and the big change was I'm accountable for my performance and I'm going to take charge and do things that can help me improve that performance. Um, So just, you know, while we're on the topic, what are some of your favorite books that you've been reading that have helped you? Okay.
0: So honestly, the book that kind of changed it all for me, it was um, let's get real or let's not play. I wrote down who it's by Um, and anyone who's listening, who wants to talk more about it, you know, hit me up on LinkedIn, but Mayhan Khalsa and Randy Illigs. So let's get real or let's not play. This is like the most significant lesson I've learned. It's really about figuring out if you should even be talking to these customers. The so like a big mistake that I used to make was pouring my energy into unserious buyers. So really focusing on people who are working with you towards the common goal to find a good solution for their business that's where your focus needs to be. So that was really good. It also kind of details like a white club. It really outlines, you know, in their opinion, what a good sales process looks like, but there's just a lot of of valuable stuff. Um, Emotional intelligence for sales success by Colleen Stanley, my favorite. I absolutely loved it. She's the one who talked a lot about mindset and daily approach and how people buy from people that they genuinely like and trust and it's not something you can fake. Always investing in your personal and professional development is going to lead to that energy that you exude to customers where they want to work with you. So so those were some really significant ones for me.
1: Yeah, I so a funny story about about <laughs> that. Uh, so I <laughs> You know, when the turnaround was first starting and you were trying to change some of your habits and behaviors, I remember you sent an email to a customer. It was a micro customer, I I think, um, small, very small customer that might have been giving you a hard time. I know where this
0: is going.
1: You said, are you going to play ball to the customer? And I was like, okay, this is a different Hannah we're we're working with now. She's not messing around anymore. And I remember that just stood out to me because I was, it was what, it was good to see you applying some of the self-learning that you had been reading about into a customer interaction, you know, taking that into your day to day, which is super important. I've said this multiple times multiple podcasts. Um, We, we, most of us didn't go to sales school. There's no, right. I know some colleges have sales programs now, but most of us didn't go through those. We taught ourselves, we realized that we wanted to get into sales. We had a passion for the career choice, but there isn't a lot of avenues oftentimes that Are apparent to go down from a training perspective. Some organizations provide some training, some don't, but there isn't a lot of. I think, I mean, you can, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just think that there's not a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's not a lot of sales training that says, okay, if I get this type of email, you know, how should I approach this? Or if somebody's saying this on a call, you know, what's the best avenue to take in general? I think there isn't there isn't enough of that. And I think from as a sales leader, one, I try to do that. I I recognize that there isn't a lot of that. So that's a focus of mine, but I think more organizations should probably invest money and time and effort into hiring for these positions. You know, I, I almost think, um, that, you know, and I, this isn't a new thought of mine. I, I listened to, um, Andy Paul, who talks about this frequently, but that's a good podcast, by the way, sales enablement podcast with with Andy Paul. Oh
0: Yeah, you've told me about that
1: one. Yeah, sales are almost like it's almost like a sports team. And you have multiple Mm. coaches on these sports teams, and they specialize in different areas. And and sales is is similar. You know, it's not enough these days, I don't think to be just a sales manager where you're just managing time off and you're looking at numbers and just you know you're on a performance plan. You're not good. Good job. It's like you really need to be in the weeds a lot of times and really understand st- strengths and weaknesses of mm-hmm. your account executive team and uh, coach to those. And it it's not it's not easy and not everybody has the skill set to do that. And I think it can set account executives up for failure when you have mm-hmm. a leader who isn't strong at doing that. It's tough to get out of, you know, to, to as an account executive, when you're in it day to day, it's tough to identify, Hey, does this look good? Does this look bad? What could I be doing better here without somebody reviewing your work? Almost like a,
0: yeah, a no, I completely agree. And, you know, James, I know going into this, you were like, this isn't about me, but you have been a huge help in my transformation because you you know i guess backing up a little bit i'm definitely the type of rep who likes involvement from my management i like to bounce ideas and i mean you know this i blow you up every day all day (laughs) i like involvement from my supervisors just because it is i do want to learn and i do want to grow that's always been how i operate so having you to be able to kind of check things and say you know this is good but i would maybe position it a little bit this way i've learned a lot from you and there is an art to communication. Like I think about how I used to conduct myself with emails and customers, you know, in past years. And, and that's been something that I've really fine-tuned. And I think it makes a huge difference.
1: Enormous. Yeah, definitely. I I appreciate the kind words. I think it's, it's just something that, you know, I, I mean, obviously I'm passionate about coaching. That's I don't think that's mm-hmm. a secret. That's part of the reason why I, I want to do the podcast. Looking back, what would you recommend somebody do that is in a position where they are struggling and they're having trouble, you know, figuring out how to get out of the, that, that, uh, that cycle?
0: Yeah. And, you know, coming into this, I was kind of reflecting on, on what I've been doing over the past, you know, five or six months. And I think one of the first most important steps you kind of just touched on this is, figuring out if you're where you need to be. So like when I was really, really low and we were having that performance talk, of course the thought came to me like, is this the job I wanna be in? Do I wanna be in sales? And I really found, I I sat down and I thought about it and I realized, you know, I love what we sell. I love selling to people. You know, when times are good, they're great. This really like lights a fire in me. If you're struggling and you don't have that passion for sales or what you're selling, it's probably a good idea to think about, you know, have that hard conversation with yourself and think a little bit about the future. So I think that's really important. After that, if you find this is where you're meant to be, I think it is hugely important to stop blaming other things. So, like the cycle I was in when I was really struggling, none of it was my fault. It was the bad leads. It was your fault. It was Vonage's fault. It was the process's fault. It's super hard to do this, but to turn it back on yourself and say, you know, my shortcomings are because of things that I'm doing. Super important. Um, The other step I would say is, is reading. I mean, researching how other people have succeeded talking to your peers, your mentors, your supervisors from that, I reinvented my sales process. And I think that that's a really great thing to do. Once you've realized what you've been doing isn't working, look around, study, trial and error, you know, based on what you've learned, what works for you, what doesn't, because every person is different. What might work for me wouldn't work for someone else, you know, and vice versa. So you really have to find a unique path for yourself figure out what works best and and trust that process every single day, even if it's not a great day or a great week or a great month, just continue to trust that process. And lastly, you know, I might get some eye rolls for this, but I'm a huge advocate for self-care. I know sales is a very, very stressful job. Um, I think it's common for people to fall into habits you know going out for a ton of drinks afterwards you know not resting not taking the time to exercise it is hugely important for me you know personally to get good rest and eat well and take time to exercise take things time to do the things that i love to do and um that not only helps me in my job day to day it makes me better and more present in my personal life for my family, for my friends. So um, that's really a big one for me too.
1: Is there anything you know? Okay, so you're on the other side. Is there is there anything else that you think you'd like to you'd like to share?
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing because we talk about this transformation, and it's almost like when I sit here and talk to you about it, I'm making it sound so easy, which it isn't. I think that there's ways to help yourself get into a positive mindset because one thing we haven't really touched on. Every single book I read, an underlying theme is that positive mindset drives positive results. And it's not, it's not that easy to just wake up on one morning and say, Hey, I'm gonna be positive today. If that if it was that easy, you know, everyone would do it. So for me, there have been a couple of things that I have done to make sure that positive mindset is ingrained in me, regardless of what happens at work. Regardless of what happens, I mean, we live in 2020. It's a mess right now. <laughs> so, regardless of what's happening outside of yourself, I think the biggest thing that I've done is to lead with gratitude, which sounds kind of cheesy, but um, there's a guy that I follow on LinkedIn, John Gordon. He's written a ton of sales and leadership books. And I would suggest everyone listening to this follow him. Um, some of it is a little, out there and you know you might roll your eyes like okay whatever dude but his theme is just positive mindset and and leading with gratitude waking up and not saying oh it's monday like i have to go to work like it's monday i get to go to work i have a job a lot of people are struggling right now so i just always remember to remain grateful not only for my job but think about things like you know my daughter and my husband and and my family and even though our family's been through some some hard times recently, I still feel so grateful. And that gratitude allows me to keep a positive mindset.
1: Yeah, the mindset piece is super, super, super important. You mentioned it earlier. Sales is about momentum. And part of that is the yep. mindset. And it's we're in sales, we're going to close a lot of deals. We're also going to lose a lot of deals. And right. it's important to wake up every morning with the mindset that you're going to have, first of all, being realistic. but also of the understanding that there is going to be ups and downs and you can't let the downs completely derail
0: derail. Yep.
1: Yeah. What you're trying, what you're trying to accomplish. So this is great stuff. Uh, Hannah, the listeners want to connect with you, get in touch with you. What are some of the best ways to do that?
0: Yeah, I would say LinkedIn, you know, connect with me. I'm Hannah Walker. Yeah, send me a message. I'd love to chat to anyone who's maybe, maybe, you know, struggling with some similar, similar things that I was and I have a lot of more book recommendations we can chat about. So that'd be the best place.
1: Okay, this was awesome. I appreciate you coming on.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate having me.
1: All right, that was Hannah Walker. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Remember, if you are struggling, there is a pathway to success. Hannah found it. You can too. If you like the pod, please like, rate, and subscribe. That helps me immensely. This is Stuff About Sales. I'm your host, Jimmy T. See you next time.